It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them sucks. But there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want 25 cents off your new one. There's a better way. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, and 3DS, as well as older systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. And if you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees, and Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameFlyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameFlyOffer.com slash Sports. Or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. 
This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and you're listening to Craft Brood Sports with Scott and Mike. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I'm Mike. Sitting across from me, as always, is Scott. The man behind the computers is Joe. This Craft Brood Sports. Scott, you ready to uh, tap this keg of uh, virtual sports knowledge? The man behind the computers? Yeah. Is it computers? You add an S to stuff? Well, I guess because he's got two screens. It made me think he had two computers for a second. Oh. I got confused. You pump out whore. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> I'm fancy. <laughs> It is. I was thinking about how much this show has grown since the first episode, and this like I table? looked as I looked, I was like, "Damn, that's a lot of shit over there that Joe's dealing There's with." A like a <laughs> whole bunch of equipment. It doesn't fit on the table that we had. We have a say. second table. Like that's mm-hmm. how much crap goes what, on here. Remember, it was two mics, two dudes, and a couch. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was, was the name of our porno tape. Right. Well, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, there's gonna be more jokes like that throughout the episode. Uh, oh. Yeah, go ahead, man. Play that. I got it. There you go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, let's get into the beer of the week. I don't even know what that was. Uh, that sounded like from 12 Ounce is what that sounded like. Ah. Uh, let's get into the beer of the week. Uh, this week, we are drinking another one from Tavor. This is Salted Caramel Stout from Breakside Brewing. And yeah, you goddamn right I said caramel. 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 Uh, for you all know. of you normal people, it's salted caramel. <laughs> Actually, I looked at their website, uh, like trying to find some more info about the beer and other things that they do at the brewery. Uh, when they have this, it listed under their, like they have a calendar of monthly beers mm-hmm. that come out. And this is January through April, I think is when this is available in the brewery. And they spelled it C-A-R-M-E-L. And I was like, that's caramel. That is salted caramel. The, the word is caramel purred. You add an A in there, purred. and it is it's purred. caramel. Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this is Salted Caramel Stout by Breakside Brewing. Uh, They're out of Portland, Oregon. So this was one that apparently they partnered with uh, an ice cream shop out in Oregon called Salt and Straw Creamery, and the uh, ice cream shop is blown up. Like, they have, they've released, uh, or they've opened up shops in California, have lines out the door, like, it's... Uh, it's absolutely crazy what these guys have been doing. This is a 6.7% ABV beer. Here's the pl- flavor profile, according to Tavor. They say it's a fudge-like stout base with cocoa-laced caramel and dashes of vanilla and graham cracker crust. That's pretty deep. That sounds that sounds <laughs> really good. And I think that's why we bought this. Like As soon as this one came up, this yeah. was one of those where we were like, yep, we'll take it. Uh, it's three point seven nine percent on uh, three point seven nine caps on Untapped and a ninety three at rate beer. So good ratings all around for this beer, uh, Scott. What's your first impressions of it? It's a pretty solid stout. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I can read between the lines <laughs> on that one. I, it, as soon as you got into the the part, and I knew knew it obviously before, but. Um, the part where you said they partnered with ice cream, I immediately had thoughts to the first time we had an ice cream company inspired stout. Yeah, uh, a collaboration with Braxton and Graders. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, how disappointed we were with the flavor profile because it didn't really deliver on the raspberry chip as much as it should have. Um, this is good stout. <laughs> I taste <laughs> all all the stout. Maybe, maybe a little salt. I don't taste but very much. Stout. I don't taste very much stout. 
I will say, I mean, it's... No, I don't taste any caramel. I don't taste any graham cracker crust. I taste that fudge-based... Uh, you taste out? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, pretty cool. much. Uh, yeah, it's very gotcha. chocolatey. Yeah. If this, was, if this was billed as salted chocolate stout... Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not too much caramel right off the tip. No. Maybe, maybe it'll come out later. Maybe it's hiding. Maybe maybe the caramel sank to the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what happened. Maybe we, we needed to shake it up before we drink. Yeah, that's that's always a good idea. I'm with gonna beer. go. I'm gonna shake go it with up that. first and I, I see how know. it goes. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how this one holds up. I'm kind of under that same uh, that same deal with this one, where it's just like, mm, it's all right to start with. We'll see. I mean, I just have a feeling this is going to just be. Oh, hey, it was a decent stout. That's about it. Can't mm. say anything else other than that. <laughs> yeah. I, not a bad beer. I don't this, have... This has all the makings of two weeks in a row saying, not a bad beer, can't recommend it, because it doesn't deliver on what it says it is on the bottle. We'll see how it holds up, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe it could, be, you know, it could totally, totally win us over. Um <laughs> We're all we have all kinds of fucking problems right now. What else Facebook is going on? Live feeds killed. Like this is just a shit show, man. Oh, cool. Lost episode is here. Any, is what this is one anybody is. listening? Uh, we're still on twelve ounce. They just won't be able to hear any of the audio cues or anything like that. So. Oh, cool. So it'll be random. Yeah, man. It, it, look, look. Um, Technology are a pain in the ass, so it is what it is. Uh, anyways, that's the beer for this week. We will definitely see how this one holds up because I don't know if I'm gonna like it uh, by the end of the show. Uh, anyways, let's get into upper deck. We good for that, Joe? All right, cool. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we can manage that. Upper deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of uh, local Ohio dudes. They're sports fans, just like all of you. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market. These guys are all about honesty, all the time, every time. If someone has a better price, they'll tell you straight up. But Minuteman isn't just sports or concerts. They'll help you out with tickets to literally any event you want. They'll even sell the tickets for you. And with college football right around the corner, be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your OSU football ticketing needs. Go ahead and go on over to Facebook, like them. That's where they do weekly giveaways of merchandise, sports and concert apparel, and of course... Even tickets. Uh, they're even doing a, a giveaway on Monday where they'll be giving away uh, some type sports of sports tea. Yeah, it'll be some type of signature and a craft fruit sports tea. So be sure to like the Facebook page. Check them out. Like um, our Facebook page because that'll yes. be part of the requirement. Yeah, uh, but that, that giveaway will go live on Monday. So be looking out for that. So check them out at MinutemanTickets.com or give them a call at 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees. It's huge. Just call them. No fees. That's crazy in the ticketing world. 614-943-3000. <laughs> America's team. <laughs> <laughs> yep, more proof that that's just a bullshit moniker that's being sold to all the idiots out there who believe it. Um, Dallas Cowboys, for those of you who are unfamiliar uh, when somebody says America's team, uh, their running back, Ezekiel Elliott, has pissed off quite a few of uh, America's fans, if you will. Um, Elliot had a autograph signing session at a fantasy football convention recently, and well, didn't exactly live up to the billing of the uh, fans' expectations. Fans were told, "What? Oh yeah, I know." Fans were told prior to the event that they'd be able to get any two items signed by Elliot, which you know, okay, seems pretty reasonable, right? Well, once they got there, they got hit with the okey doke. <laughs> Turns out that he was only signing his merchandise. 
So anything Ezekiel Elliott featured, he'd sign. Couldn't be just Cowboys, couldn't be OSU, had to just specifically be Ezekiel Elliott merchandise. Uh, there was a t-shirt that you could buy at the convention where the, the autographs were being sold for 25 bucks. He'd sign that. But so you got to pay for the T-shirt uh, that that they're selling there, which is pay to get in the convention, yeah. of course. Um, well, the only problem with that was not everybody even got that. <laughs> Turns out Zeke was just hitting people with stiff arms left and right. Um, a, a few people um, told the story that they paid over three thousand dollars to what to get there. Passes for the event and some other stuff didn't walk away with any autographs. Were pissed. There were some other people who spent mod- a little bit more modest amounts of money. Uh, there was a guy that spent half that amount, didn't get autographs, but was like, "Hey, it was still great. I got a selfie." Yada yada. It schlep. Typical yeah. Cowboys fan still drinking the Kool Aid, even right, though he totally right, got right. screwed. But yeah, the majority of the fans were just like, "Hey." We wouldn't have cared if we knew ahead of time that, hey, he's only going to sign his merchandise or his stuff there. But we were told one thing, got another. And then even if we did buy that stuff, we didn't even necessarily get it signed. Uh, One guy straight up said, dude was a dick. And this was the third different time he had been somewhere where Elliot was signing autographs. He's like, yeah, it's part for the course. Did Elliot, was was Elliot wearing a belly shirt during this whole thing? Like, that's the only question I have. I saw a photo. None of it surprises me, but the only thing that would surprise me if he was wearing a regular t-shirt. I'd be like, that's weird. I saw a photo, but it was far enough back that I couldn't tell if he was wearing a belly shirt. And he was sitting down, presumably signing (laughs) autographs. He might have been telling somebody to (laughs) turn off at the time. I don't know. But either way, (laughs) Dallas Cowboys fans, you suck, and so does your running back. Man, that's cold. Um, I know somebody who would be really pissed off about that one. He's but a first, of all, man. first of all, okay, so I get the idea of like, all right, I'm only going to sign. At first, I was like, what are you trying to get him to sign that's not his merch? But I guess if you have just like a football that you're trying to get him signed and well, he says no, I mean, you then just that's have bullshit. Something Dallas Cowboys. It doesn't yeah. have to be anything. Right. I mean, it just, if it doesn't. I guess you, like feature. a mini helmet or something. Yeah, so he's anything. just looking for signing his pictures, to, his, and jersey. his jersey. Yeah, that's basically it. Anything that specifically has his name on it. I would have just wrote Ezekiel Elliott on whatever I brought and been like, it's yours, man. Like, that's got your name on it. Fucking douchebag Ezekiel Elliott. We tried to tell you, man. We tried to tell people beforehand that guy's a douchebag and people didn't want to believe it. But, you know, whatever. Uh, Anyways, so let's move on. There are extreme fans and then there's some extreme fans. Uh, So the Chargers have a dude, Dan... Not even gonna fucking try to say this guy's last name. Jurgui? Jurgui. We'll go Jurgui. Sounds good. Uh, He's been dressing up as a lightning bolt mascot since 1996. If you've seen any Chargers games in the past, you've seen this dude in the stands. Probably haven't. He's not like, it's the weird that, it's weird that teams have guys that do this. They're not like part of the team, they're not paid by the team. They pay for season tickets to sit in the front row, dress up in crazy shit, and get on TV, and somehow they get famous for it. Ohio State has those, like, buck nuts dudes that are all fucking uh, that, weird and that shit. That guy, the, yeah. cow, the dude wears it. He went into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, like, there's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's crazy that there's super fans that dress up like this. You get the dudes in uh, the Raiders fans who wear, like, the Legion of Doom shoulder pads right. and shit. So there's, there's a... A guy for the Chargers. Surprisingly, somebody likes the Chargers enough to buy a mascot outfit 
pay for season tickets and uh, and go to every single game dressed like this. But he's he's done now. He gave it up. It's over. He is retired as <laughs> the uh, Chargers' unofficial. Did they mascot. have a ceremony for that? No, uh, they they do like not. They should. they should like we are going to hang your lightning bolt yeah. face up in the rafters. <laughs> Uh, it's most likely the Raptors of the soccer stadium that they're currently <laughs> right. playing at. It's most likely due to the move to LA, uh, which is the driving force behind it. But in any case, he wants the tradition to continue, so he is auctioning off the quote Boltman costume and all of the intellectual rights associated with it on eBay. That's right. This dude has actually gone and trademarked uh, portions of the Boltman, uh, the the likeness, merchandising rights. All of that is included. Uh, he started the auction off at $5,000 plus $600 shipping and handling. Uh, and as of 3 p.m. this afternoon, when I look, there's three days left. It is up to $70,000, $70,300 for the costume and the rights to it. Wow. Um, half for of that. unofficial mascot. That's yeah. a ton of money. So you're going to pay for that, and then you still have to buy tickets to the game to go, unless you're just going to be, like, in the tailgate lot. Like, hey, I'm the guy that won the I'm, bid. I'm this guy now. Do I get in for free? No, still, I still don't get in for free. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to... Uh, I got 70 grand that I'm going to try to get back. Uh, half of it goes to some children's hospital out there. Uh, the weird part is, like, he put this at $5,000. The reserve price hasn't been met yet on eBay. What? Yeah, because I looked at that. I was like, okay, you're at 70000 That's a nice chunk of change you're right. getting there, man. It said reserve has not been met. And I was like, this motherfucker. He put it up there for 5000 <laughs> and you know he's trying to get hundred grand out of this. Right. I mean, good for him, though. At least half of it's going to a hospital. Yeah, I mean, well, and then... He's like, I'm recouping all of those season tickets that I had to buy since 1996 to watch the fucking Chargers play. <laughs> <laughs> I could have... I could And kids, but instead, every Sunday I was, I was going to watch the like a goddamn Chargers. <laughs> well, uh, there were some good years in there. They ultimately ended up disappointing years, but I mean, the LT years were worth watching at least. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to find the silver lining for buying all those things. No, there's nothing good about that uh, other than this dude's about to get paid for being a mascot for since 1996. 12 years of his life. No, that's a, that's longer than that. It's 22 years of his life. Holy shit! This just got really sad because I just figured out just how to do math. Say, that's the second time this week you <laughs> fucked up math, dude. I'm. Yeah, I got. I already got baby brain. Fuck it. <laughs> I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna apologize for that. Well, that's a good transition, though. Speaking of baby brain, uh, good week for Major League Baseball. The All Star Game was awesome. The Home Run Derby was even better. Uh, all around good week for them, but uh, not such a good week for one Brewers pitcher, Josh Hader. Um, for starters, he gave up a home run in the All Star Game to Gene Segura in the eighth that gave the uh, American League the lead. But that wasn't even the worst part of his night because during the game, it was discovered that he had tweeted out a bunch of racially insensitive tweets, homophobic tweets, uh, a white power tweet. He used the word nigger a lot yeah, on a lot Twitter. Of, a lot of N-bombs back when he was in high school. Well, yeah, and he then hit a hit a swift post-game. Uh, yeah, I was young. Uh, I was young. It was... It was dumb. I, you know, he went with the I was too stupid defense, more or less. Mm, the only problem with that was there was one uh, about more recent police shooting that 
definitely happened in 2016 when he was no longer a teenager. Oh, so mm. yeah. Josh Hader's actually been contacted by Major League Baseball as of today. They, they want to chat with the Josh. Is it? He doesn't sense. he have to go through sensitivity training now? Which is yeah, I think that's the, one of the standard things. But you know, racists going through sensitivity right. training. Right. Uh, All right. I won't say it anymore. <laughs> right. No, I mean, out. I'm sure he doesn't. How, how was it? I just can't say it anymore. <laughs> I, I, I would have totally said it right there, but I don't feel comfortable making even making the joke. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it, it's real ridiculous. I mean, the, the, the real shitty part is, so I, I felt kind of bad for his family because at the All-Star game, there was, his family was in a section, and this news kind of started leaking out, and people were getting wind of it during the game. Hater uh, switched his profile on Twitter to private, but of course all the tweets had been screen grabbed by then. You know he's really happy that this was during the All-Star game so that he could do yes. that, because if it was like a regular game and he didn't have his phone, he'd be like running to the clubhouse. <laughs> but like, you know, his poor family, though, they all had Hater jerseys on and the stands and stuff, and they turned him inside out and were given jerseys that just had his number on it, not the name. Uh, you know, they were fearing backlash, and it's just all around ugly. But hey, don't be racist at any age, and you won't have that problem. <laughs> what? You're not supposed to say nigger no matter how old you are? Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Josh Hader, chill the fuck out. Super weird, man. Um, all right, we're moving on. There's a rumor going around that professional boxer and grade-A douche nozzle Adrian Broner was in Houston recently and went to a club in uh, Houston. No idea how things escalated. <laughs> no idea how things escalated to what they did, but apparently a Houston rapper named Boston George, which I think is the funniest part to me in this whole story, that he's a Houston rapper named Boston George. Uh, apparently he's in uh, Jeezy's crew. He got into it with Broner, and according to the rumor, <laughs> according to the rumors, he beat Broner's ass and dragged him through the club like he was a baby doll. That's the descriptions that I read on Instagram. Was this motherfucker dragged him through the club like a baby doll? Um, no charges. Uh, there's never been any pictures of injuries posted. There's no video footage. So this all could be bullshit. But if it is not, it is my favorite story of the week because Adrian Broner is a big time piece of shit. And if somebody finally lit him does up, suck. that if, if for those of you that don't know Adrian Broner, he is the one who got our one live feed killed uh, because we had tried to do the drop of him uh, giving the the post fight presser where he like made fun of Mexicans and then said that he I think in that post fight press conference he was like yeah I want to fight again but we're gonna do it back in my town I want to be around people who like Skyline not people who like tacos it's like what the <laughs> fuck did you just say dude's uh, got arrested multiple times for dumb shit yeah he like supposedly beat up somebody and like robbed him in, in a bowling alley in Cincinnati um also, I saw him pumpkin picking. So, you know, he's just a weird dude. Uh, I don't know what to think of Adrian Broner, but I hope I do. to he's God. I do. He's a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. <laughs> I hope to God he did get his ass beat in a Houston strip club by Houston rapper Boston George. Boston <laughs> I, I, I feel like these rappers need to workshop a little bit better. <laughs> like, like, especially new rappers. They, these names are just... Fucked. Boston George. And I'm gonna make it big as rapper Boston George. Man. 
All right. Well, moving on. I didn't think that two times. Well, okay. Let me back up. It's not shocking that in the current climate that we would have the issues or we would hear about issues where somebody black got uh, the police called on them for trying to use a bathroom at a Starbucks. That happened already this year. This time it ventured in the sports world. A black man got the police called on him for trying to use a bathroom. This time in a hotel in Arizona. Uh, Tight end for the Cardinals, Ricky Seals-Jones, was arrested this week uh, being denied usage of the pisser at W Hotel. Um, he was charged with assault, criminal trespassing, disorderly conduct. That's a lot of charges a, for this. A lot of charges. And the hotel basically said, oh, hey, man, he became belli- he, he was belligerent when he walked in. He he tried to, you know, fight us, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, we had every right. We told him the bathroom's only for paying customers, which seems pretty ridiculous. It's just a fucking bathroom, but whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and uh you know, in Seals Jones' case, he just said, hey, you know, yeah, I was drunk. I really needed to use the bathroom. Like, this wasn't just a casual, hey, can I use your bathroom? No. All right, cool. Well, I'll hold it and go to a McDonald's. He says <laughs> he really had to go. And his account was that, you know, the employees were standing in his way, and he just tried to walk past them. And they, you know, got in front of him or whatever, and he was just trying to move through. So... He ended up getting tackled by the employees because they, you know, didn't want to. But super messy and super uncalled for. I, I don't understand why, even if that's your policy, ultimately. And I would think with a local guy, an Arizona Cardinal, it'd be, oh, my God. Yeah, sure. Go use our bathroom. I mean, you're the local team's tight end. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I can't imagine why they were so steadfast and sorry, man. Rules is rules, and you're just like everybody else, and we're not going to let you use the pisser, no matter how drunk you are or anything. I, it seems feel like, absurd to me. Like, I feel like hotel bathrooms, like the lobby bathrooms, are the only place where it's totally cool to just go in and piss no matter what. Like, Because... They don't know every single guest that comes in. Right. So you just walk in and act like you're there. You're night. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't even have to be a guest to use the bathroom. That's I've what I'm saying. Bathroom That's at, what I'm saying. hotels like, all the time. When I, was, when I was doing stand-up, if I had to shit on the road, it was 100% pull into a hotel. Don't go to like McDonald's because it's disgusting. You right. go to a hotel because they clean the lobby bathroom. At least once a day. Yeah. <laughs> and that, would, that was the place to shit was the hotel bath- the right. hotel lobby bathrooms. And nobody – I wasn't staying in the hotels. I was passing through the town and was like, eh, I got to shit. We're going right in here. <laughs> this is going to be way better than Flying J, so I'm fucking going in here. And nobody ever questioned it. You just walk in and just like, hey, how's it going? Walk right past the front desk. You don't acknowledge them. They don't know if you're staying there or not. Like, no clue. That's the craziest but it's just, part to me about it, this. Why, why risk the bad pub over a hotel policy that's right. antiquated at best? No, well, I did it, read, read some stuff about why that like businesses and places like this have these rules. It's because drug usage, basically. Well, because- drug usage and like they they don't want just like random people coming in, destroying their bathroom, and then leaving. Right, but I mean, with the drug usage angle, it was that you know people will go in. Get real high, pass out, and then, you know, these hotels can't forcibly remove these people, so then they have to call the police anyway, so it's like a liability issue and all this stuff. I get that, I 
guess. Nah. But I mean, that's some bullshit. Still. It, it, I was just gonna it, say, if a guy but, comes in and specifically says, "Hey, I'm 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 going to use the bathroom," I, I just you know I I can't really see denying that person, especially yeah. if they're an athlete. Yeah, no reason. Yeah, no reason to do that. Crazy, stupid. Um, all right, well, let's get into uh, our last story of Upper Deck here. Um, Scott, how serious do you take your sports? Mm, a lot less serious than I used to. Hmm, okay, I once ripped my shirt off of myself during a 49ers Patriots regular season game, a game that they were winning, by the way. But I was just upset that Tom that's, Brady had done something. That's pretty serious. Uh, I once that was cried. I once ago. cried uh, during the Bush Push game. I cried at the mm. end of that. one. I cried when the Niners lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens. Mm. Yeah, well, at least that's a Super Bowl and not a regular season game. <laughs> uh, Joe, how serious do you take uh, your sports? Well, I was a part of the people that burned their LeBron jerseys. <laughs> wow, that's pretty serious. You're one man. of those guys. We are okay. We're going to talk about that here in a you second. Know, I was like um, twelve. <laughs> <laughs> going with the Josh Hader defense. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Well, we'll get back to that one because I definitely want to explore that uh, that little nugget that you just dropped I was on young. us. Uh, Man, I'm flabbergasted right now. Okay, uh, so Scott, if uh, if your beautiful wife was shitting on your favorite player, um, would you get mad? Do you mean actually shitting on? No, like just making fun of him. Because I th- I would think not if like she's literally actually shitting. literally shitting on my favorite player. I'd have a problem. But I mean, I'd be a little upset if my wife don't was shitting shit on, on Chipper Jones. I like, mean, don't shit on anybody. That's really unsanitary. And it's really weird. All right, so if she starts making fun of Chipper Jones. Uh, what are, you, are you gonna get mad? I mean, I'd wonder why. You guys gonna like fight about it? Maybe. Probably not. I, ultimately, you, I'd be like, you think you'd like leave, like go sleep in a different room? Maybe. Probably not. Oh, the okay. kids end up kicking me out of bed a lot now. I sleep on the couch nice. half the half the week anyway. If uh, if your wife came up to you and was like, Chipper Jones is a piece of shit and I hate him, would you get divorced over that? No. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, But that's exactly what a Russian man did this week. uh, Because during the World Cup, his wife kept talking shit about Messi. Uh, Wait a minute, hold on. A Russian guy was upset about the guy that doesn't play for his super big fan of Messi. Oh, okay. uh, Pooling for Argentina. Apparently, his wife is a big Ronaldo uh, fan. As so they anybody have, should be if you're going to be a fan of one of the two. Right. So they have their <laughs> ongoing uh, who's the better soccer player beef. Ronaldo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but after a pretty disappointing cu- World Cup for Argentina, uh, apparently the wife was teasing this dude uh, so much. And this is what he told a Russian newspaper. Quote, from the very beginning of the World Cup, she constantly mocked me and my beloved player, <laughs> saying that he played poorly and could couldn't even score an important penalty in the game with Iceland. When she once again stated, uh, when she once again started speaking unkindly about Lionel and his performance, I got angry and in turn expressed everything I thought of her handsome Ronaldo, the Portuguese national team, herself, and all the other clubs she is crazy about. (laughs) Then I took my things and left her for good. He filed for divorce the next day. Uh, I feel like all of that goes under just the generic irreconcilable difference. Yeah, I would love to see a judge be like, what's the reason for this divorce? Uh, she talks shit about messy. And the judge is like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, now, apparently, 
They'd been married for 14 years. Wait, what? 14 years. I've gone. Definitely skimmed over that part of the story. And here's the real kicker. Like, I get, I, I understand when your team loses, you are very emotional. Irritable, yeah. You're mad. And when somebody talks to you, it's like, just leave me the fuck alone right, right. now. Right, yeah. Had this dude just calmed down and waited another two hours, Ronaldo got eliminated the same day. <laughs> so he packed up all his shit and left, and then Ronaldo got eliminated. He could have come back and been like, your guy sucks too! Fuck you! <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Unreal. Unreal. I can't... This has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Minuteman Tickets and crazy fucking Russian dudes. Uh, uh, and real quick though, you got out of that so fast. It, it made me think of. I just figured we could keep talking. No, 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 uh, that's fine. But I was sitting there thinking. So I wonder if this dude knew anything about the story that we talked about with the uh, the Russians and the Argentinians, as far as hey, how to hit on the uh, oh, Russian yeah. women. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this this guy <laughs> this guy knows all about Russian women. <clears throat> And the irony here of the Argentinian team being the favorite team and player of his wife. And no, no, no. Russian, like, the, Argent- the Argentina team was like his favorite. He was the Messi. Oh, yeah. Fan. Okay. His. Well, She's wow, a yeah, Portugal that makes it, fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That makes it even even funnier. Like, no, ultimately. this was just one hundred percent. Everything was building up for so long, and then finally, he, this he was the just final like, straw. You don't like Messi. You're gonna say all this shit. Fuck you. Ronaldo sucks. Fuck Portugal. Your mom's a whore. I hate your whole family. I'm out. And she's like, what the. F- I guarantee if you check the dude's text messages, he had a conver- he has a group text with his boys. Man, I'm just I'm looking for an out, guys. Like I just don't have it. I can't just leave her. She's got to do something, and it's got to just set me over the edge. But uh, she 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 won't do it. I, I may have been there at one point with one of my girlfriends in the same situation, and then finally it happened. And I was like, "That's it. I'm out. That I'm done." Flew off the handle. Same exact thing. Or is this like? No, this had been building for a long time, and <laughs> you just found finally found it out. Now my out wasn't as ludicrous as somebody rooting for a soccer player, but I, I kind of get it. I mean, it's crazy, but I mean, I've been there, maybe. Uh, yeah, absolutely ridiculous on this dude's part. Um, for those of you listening on 12 Ounce, uh, Facebook, Thank God, Facebook is you're like killed. the only ones. Um, phone lines are open, 440-37-DRUNK. You can call in, uh, make fun of us for... Whatever technical issues, yeah, I mean, that'd be a good start. I think it's uh, whatever. It it'll be fine. <laughs> it, the thing that sucks the most about it is like every week I'm like, I got it, guys, I got it, we're good. No, I think the thing that sucks the most about it is the week prior we have something that it's just like, all right, we just need to iron out this one little thing, and then we think we're fine, and then the next week it's something completely different. And it's been that way for about four weeks now. Ever since we, we should we talk about the whole YouTube thing? I mean, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that. So, I mean, not that it really matters. It doesn't really matter because here we are, not on Facebook Live. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> uh, so we switched over to YouTube initially because we had been on Facebook for a long time. That was where we started. Went through. We'd always kind of had discussions though, maybe of switching over to YouTube because we thought, hey, it looks like it might be easier to monetize, and if we can get enough listeners and subscribers, it can blow things up a little bit faster because we had tapped things out on Facebook. Just It's just our friends and the loyal listeners on Facebook, and it, it, things weren't growing necessarily. So we thought YouTube was a way to expand it. 
well, we went through YouTube, got through what we thought were going to be the growing pains. It didn't quite get where we wanted. And basically, we just decided it wasn't working out. So, hey, we'll just go back to Facebook Live, which is where we thought we'd be tonight. But, hey, technical issues. And so now Facebook Live isn't working. Well, I think the reason why Facebook Live isn't working is because we had to, like, overload the resolution to try to get things fixed on YouTube. And now face it's too much for Facebooks. So I think <laughs> that's why we're having the problem that we're having tonight. Whatever. It's fine. We'll get through this. Uh, and like three more episodes until we're going to take a break anyways. Uh, so yeah, there's, that. Eh, there's we'll, but <clears throat> we're just going to, we're basically just limping to this finish line here. Yeah. Where we're just like, come on, we got to get to this break. Seriously. And then hopefully shit will fucking have that baby, out. bro. Uh, <laughs> it's like baseball. <laughs> Wait a Joe, you burned a LeBron jersey. Let's talk. About <laughs> hang on, that. yes, hang on a second. <laughs> Why so are you trying to shit on you were, sports? You said you were twelve years old, right? Is that right? Something like that. And you went ahead and burned a LeBron jersey because he left. I didn't Miami. have a LeBron jersey. I burned someone else's LeBron jersey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so many extra layers it was to this. fun wait 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 how did you have access to fire to be able to burn come on rogers at that age i was old enough they were having jersey burning parties <laughs> so did you wait a second so it was this a, a thing where your friend had an extra one and was like yeah you can burn this one i'll burn the other this one dude's dad bought like all the discount ones from like dicks just to said, burn them and said hey you want to invite your friends over and have a lebron jersey burning party and wow. i went and burned some jerseys yeah. That makes no sense Hashtag to me. White people shit. That makes no sense to me to buy a jersey for the. It doesn't make sense for me to or to me to burn a jersey. Anyways, no. it's already a weird thing. Like, what are you proving with that? But to buy jerseys for the, the sole purpose, purpose of, burning, of them. burning them makes no sense whatsoever. I didn't say it made sense. I said it was fun. <laughs> I mean, yes, if you're 12 He's years old, point. it would be super fun to burn a jersey. Have you seen the people that are like fake burning jerseys this time around for the Kawhi and, and no, that, the Rosen trade? That became trade? a thing. I don't know if it was just LeBron. I, I know that that was one of the first ones I saw where this this go around, there's no jersey burnings, but everybody sets everything up and it looks like they're about to, and then they like pay it over to a thank you note or something yeah. along those lines. Or Well, it started when LeBron left Miami. Half people were burning the jersey, and then the other half were like, hey, thanks, LeBron, for bringing us you know, two more championships. <laughs> and the other half were like, no, let's burn it. Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, this go around. I did see a couple of the Kawhi yeah, where people. Yeah, like, there was a dude that lit a, a, a pop but it was a Popovich candle. Yeah, <laughs> next to a photo of Popovich. It was, it was weird. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I would appreciate that more than burning a jersey because, especially with like these, why are you going to burn the? Well, the Kawhi jersey well, I get. I mean, what are you, what are you going to do with off. it if you don't burn it? What are you going to throw it in the trash? Why not light it on fire or keep I mean, it? Like, I see those keep idiots it throwback nuts. I see idiots who still rock Hushmanzada jerseys <laughs> in this city. So I got a Brandon Phillips jersey sitting in the closet right now. I, I mean, I just don't wear it, but See, this there. is why the only jersey that I ever bought for the Braves was Chipper Jones. That's what you got to do. Wear if you're buying, you got to buy a legacy a jersey, fucking player. Well, man. and not only that, here's the other thing to when it comes to jerseys. I am at the age now where I feel weird buying a jersey of a dude who is younger than me. Oh, because I've been at that age for a long time. I said when I started wearing jerseys, I, was, I like, you know what? I'm going to have a hard, fast rule that when I get to the age 
where the the player's younger than me. I can't wear a jersey of a guy it's younger than me. super weird. Like, so uh, the only players that I can wear now are ones that were playing when I was a kid and who are all it's, pretty much long it's gone. A, it's a whole strange thing to me, like... Uh, and it, it goes along with like waiting for autographs. Like Ezekiel Elliott is younger than me. I can't imagine walking yeah, up to no, him and being like, yeah. "Hey, man, can I have your autograph?" Like spending three thousand dollars if you for think the about, opportunity. If you to. think about it, like all right, Elliott graduated what last year, two years ago, no, it was two, two years, years ago. ago. Right. Uh, so he's I don't even know how far behind us at that point. Uh, we were like oh seven, so he's he's twenty three years old at max. two years. <laughs> There you go again with math. But no, seriously, what is he's like? He's got to be what twenty three years old. So okay, so twenty three. So that means when I was a senior in high school, Ezekiel Elliott was still in grade school. Right. Can you imagine like going up and asking a sixth grader for his autograph because he's just balling out on your <laughs> grade school basketball team? You're a senior in high school. You're like, hey man. You fucking killed that free throw that your team hit because that was the only point of the game. Uh, can I get your autograph? Because that's pretty sweet. He will turn 23 in three days. Wow. I, I'm good at math, bro. <laughs> 95. 95. motherfucker was born. God damn <clears throat> I can't. I can't do bitch. that. I can't imagine no, asking I, for an I, autograph, and I can't imagine putting that jersey on and exactly. being like, "That's I, th- I'm representing guy. a guy that's half." Because my every age. time I look at that, I'm going to be like. This motherfucker has done so much more in his life by 25 than I have. I'm 11 years old. Fuck this guy. Right. <laughs> same thing. It's always been weird to me because I said this before that Bryce Harper was born on the same day as me. So mm. it's always been super hard for me to like buy athletic clothing because I'm like, he is the same age as me. I'm not going to buy someone else's that's, jersey that's, now. That's yeah. so funny that he says that because LeBron is uh, like... He's, our age. he's he's a he's slightly a over older. a month older than me. Yeah, and he's younger than me by and a so few months. Yeah, the, like as much as I like LeBron, there will be times when I'm just sitting there and I it'll pop back into my head. Oh my god, LeBron is a worldwide phenomenon, and I'm driving Channel Nine. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Whoa! Also, Craftwood Sports. <laughs> True, true, true. But it's seriously. It, and then, then it's when the sobering reality comes in, and I'm like, damn. You know what I do in the, when those waves of emotion hit me? I call my dad, and I'm like, thanks for nothing. <laughs> you, you, Blame it on the you parents. You didn't push me at all, goddammit. This is all your fault. And he's like, look at yourself in the mirror. That's why you're not an athlete. I'm like, well, that's also your fault. These are your genes. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, these are your jeans. I'm wearing them because I can't afford new ones. Because I'm that broke because I'm not LeBron James. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk some All-Star game and All-Star festivities since that's really All that happened this week. The, the only, only other actual thing that, sports. No, I mean, there was some soccer, but you don't well, care about the, soccer. Well, no, but I mean, the World and the World Cup ended between the between last, show last show we had. Yeah, yeah, so France won in case you live under a rock. <laughs> Mm, cool. Yeah. Ever since Belgium was out, I was like, mm, don't care anymore about this World Cup. <laughs> hey, speaking of Belgium being out, yeah, I got five shots to give out. You Joe, do. take a shot. Mike, take a shot. <laughs> I'm speaking now down to that, three shots. Now that, <laughs> that's true. You have three shots in the bank. Joe and I are, are all squared on what we owe outside of what you're going to give out here. Uh, do you want to do uh, White Motherfucker while I pour these shots? I do. Because I'll do just do another. Because I was going to say, right you can after. go on ahead and have two ready. I'll, I'll wait till you get the shots poured. 
Cool. Well, no, no, no. explain what white motherfucker is. For oh yeah, because I was gonna say we kind of we. It's been a little while since we and it, it white motherfucker was once upon a time a regular segment, but we've had a little time off on white motherfucker because we've had so much other things going on the show. But white motherfucker was born because Mike didn't know <coughs> who sung the song Anniversary, Anniversary. <laughs> which is Tony Tony Tony. For those of you not in the know, a '90s R&B classic. Uh, it was eventually uh, revealed that Mike did actually know the song, but just didn't know the names. Couldn't who, place who did it. it. Yeah. Anyway, One of those type of deals. I I tabbed him as a white motherfucker for having not known that. We sure decided did. from then on we would ask '90s hip hop R and B questions, and if the person who was being asked the question did not know the answer, they were dubbed the white motherfucker and had to take a shot of hypnotic. Now. Or it, actually, now Mike has to take a shot at hypnotic if he gets it wrong. If I've gotten it, if I get it wrong, which I have, and it's embarrassing as fuck, multiple times because I'm black and it's awful. Um, I actually have You're to a get white motherfucker. I, I actually have to get iced, um, and so I am the one asking the question this week, though, because the last question I got correct that Mike asked. So for this week's <clears throat> white motherfucker, mm-hmm. Mike, I ask you. I'm ready. I feel good about this one. Rapper Eminem. Uh-huh. Ah, uh huh. Ah. I'm, yeah. I'm right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Okay. This is your lane. This is feeling your feeling better. Feeling better. All I need you to do is tell me the name of his first, his very first studio album. Mm, uh, I feel like there's going to be a trick question because uh, in my head I'm thinking it's the Marshall Mathers LP, but I know that's not right. I think that's later on. Um, mm. I, for for the record. The Marshall Mathers LP would be his second or his third. Okay, okay. So, what was what were some of the tracks on Marshall Mathers LP? Just so that I can get the a Marshall reference. Mathers LP is actually my favorite. Is that the one with uh, all time? cleaning out my closet? And, no, that's okay. that. That would be the the Eminem show. Okay, okay. Marshall Mathers You're LP right. was right. the the classic of. Uh, I am who you say I am. The mm, real slim shady. That is a good album. That's, uh, that's, why, it's, it's my that's why it's in my head. It's my all-time uh, favorite album of all time <coughs> of anything. But I while uh, you stall, can you please tell me his very first <laughs> studio album? Uh, so I, you named his third, and you accidentally tried to name his fourth. <laughs> Could you get his second at least? Um, as you can tell, I'm pouring this shot. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Yeah, put me out of my misery here. His on this second one. was actually the one that everybody would think is his first because well, that was the, the Slim Shady. It was that's slim why I said shady, is the Slim Shady yeah. LP. But his first studio album was Infinite, released in 1996. Mm-hmm. Which was before everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Maybe in blackface. <laughs> <laughs> you sir are a white motherfucker. <laughs> On a question about a white rapper. So my my headphones did go out there. What was the name of the album again? What Infinite. What tracks would oh, I man, know you from know Infinite? White. You know what I'm saying? But you motherfucker, man, you you white. <laughs> <laughs> Was it not queued up right the first time? Well, you would, all the fucking problems today, <laughs> all the problems. I, but I actually thought that the the one he used was even funnier than the whitest male. That was pretty good. I didn't expect that. So when we clip it, just go like four more seconds longer. Okay, deal. Got it. I'll, uh, I'll add that to my list of shit to do. Well, the funniest thing is, 
I, I don't own Infinite. That's the only album of M&M's that I don't actually own in any form. I, I do have tracks downloaded from Infinite. You, you probably wouldn't know any tracks because he came onto the scene with well, that's My Name thing, Is. Right, yeah. That, that was, was like off his, of Slim Shady LP. So. I went through a phase where I was listening to anything Eminem had put right. out. And that's uh, the thing. So like, I, I, probably, I just looked up things from and that's, that's Infinite, real crazy. You, know? you went through an Eminem phase? I know, right? Isn't that weird? Isn't that super weird? Also uh, very shocking. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I went through an Eminem phase too. It's called I'm still in it. <laughs> well, like, no, I mean like I, I go through phases of music in general where like I'll like just start binging right. something no, for I get you. the and, longest time. And then you'll want to look up Stuff that you've probably never heard of or whatever. No, I, I get what you're right. Uh, all right, I'm trying to find what was on Infinite so that I could be like, all right, I remember something from this, but I can't even find it on Google Play. All of the fucking problems today. Whatever. It's That's why we have problems. Joe, and Joe's just sitting there watching me fucking do did, this did, on you, my you phone. You took your second shot? Oh, no, I did, I did not take my second take shot your white yet. Okay, here's shot. my white motherfucker shot. All right, there we go. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Oh, there's one called 313. There's also a... Uh, oh, Backstabber. I know that song. I've heard there that song. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the thing. I don't I know that I don't know almost any of the, rest s- of the, the songs. songs by name. I, I would know the lyrics if I heard them, and I know I've heard Infinite, but I don't know any of the track names. Yeah, there's... None of these track names look familiar. Uh, Never Too Far, Searching, Jealousy Woes 2, proofs on that one. Uh, Maxine, 313, which I just assume is uh, 8 Mile, like the prequel. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tonight, it's okay. But Backstabber is one that I recognize. Well, there I am, the white motherfucker, even when it comes to... Just a quick question then. What's your favorite Eminem song? The Way I Am. The Way I Am? Yeah. Uh, Either that one or... Uh, Square Dance is probably my that's my other favorite Eminem song. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. How, how did you juxtapose the way I am to Square there's Dance? There's the part there's the part in Square Dance where he doesn't say where he says like the uh Uchi Walla Walla yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. that part has been stuck in my head since that album came out. Oh so for some God. reason, I just always go to that song, and I'm like, ah, I fucking love this part. You whited and fucking <laughs> <laughs> But the way I am is definitely, uh, that's number one in my book, because that, that song is fucking amazing. This is a really good sports show today, guys. We're fucking <laughs> killing it today. Going down Eminem memory lane. <laughs> All right, let's talk some baseball here, uh, some all-star game. This may have been the best all-star week that I've seen in, in a long time. Years. This Hands was down. fantastic. From the home run derby to the all-star game itself. Like normally the home run derby will be fun. And then the all-star game is a boring pitcher's duel where it's like, well, great. The AL wins again. Well, and you just said it, it the home run derby will be fun. Not necessarily memorable. Not anything. It's just, it's oh, just okay, fun whatever. to watch. Yeah. yeah. You're like, whatever <clears throat> this home run derby I had no intentions of watching it. I turned it on, and I at first was sitting there just kind of, you know, Facebooking it, whatever, during it. Well, it was just kind of background noise. But then I found myself 
watching it. That's and because this new format. In that's it. because this new format is so much better than it's they've so ever done great. before. Uh, Joe, you are not a baseball fan. Do you? Did you watch the home run derby? And do you care about the home run derby? Not a single second. Of course not. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man. Did you watch the highlights? Were you? Did you? Uh, I mean, I watched the controversy on Twitter. I saw a Christ. that, so I can be involved with people. Joe okay. has got consistency nailed. And Joe, Joe is anti-baseball 100%. Like, there is no way. What can we do to get you to watch The Ohio baseball? Cup every day? I, when, when I am home in Young Center, Cleveland, that's all, like, my family watches now. So if it's on, like, I'll watch it. But I will not physically put it on. I just can't do it. Okay, but we're in a time of year. So I know you're a basketball fan. Summer league is over. Uh, the so there you can't even fall back on that. What are you doing now? There's nothing else on. Yeah, Netflix, Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> so you you would rather watch The Office for the 65th time than watch any uh, baseball whatsoever. Actually, I am going through Peaky Blinders right now. Pretty good show. <laughs> Shout out. Well, damn. <laughs> That's where you're at, baseball. That's where that's where you've fallen to. Baseball, you are behind Pinky Blinders. We were worried baseball was going to fall to number four. It is number five. It's NFL, NBA, NHL, NHL, MLS, ML, Pinky, Blinders. Pinky Blinders, MLB. There's probably some other Netflix shows because Joe also mentioned Hulu. So he's like Handmaid's Tale, Letter Kenny. Like there's yeah. so many Forged more. In fire is what I'm going through on oh Hulu right now. The knife-making show, amazing show. It's, Check that out. It's Wait so, a second. It's so it's sad. Just making knives. That's the whole show. And they cut things in half. <laughs> it's so sad that that's. It's so true though. For majority of. <clears throat> People would when they compared to baseball. I was like, yeah. I mean, I'd literally rather watch paint dry. Here's the shittiest thing: like <clears throat> the Reds since hiring Jim Riggleman, getting rid of Brian Price, are playing really well. They're like out of their minds right now. I uh, catch some of the games sometimes, but my excuse is a little different than Joe's. I have a two year old who takes over the TV at eight o'clock before bedtime, and then we have to put him yeah, down at nine. Man, so then I get out, and I'm like, all right, well, the kids. This shit starts at seven o'clock. They haven't quite gone to bed, and all I hear is, I don't want to watch baseball. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you don't watch baseball. <laughs> it's America. Daddy wants to watch yeah. baseball. Uh, You're about to be a bed soon, <laughs> son. <clears throat> uh, now, my son did watch the All-Star game with me. Really? Yeah. I was like, dude, let's go sit on the couch. You want to watch some baseball? And he was like, uh-huh. I was like, I've never loved you more than I do right now. <laughs> he, is, said, he said, uh-huh. He can't take it back. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so we sat on the recliner, and we watched the beginning of the all-star game and then he was like i want to watch boopa which is his word for youtube and we didn't get to finish but i did get to like watch the beginning of the game with him and so let's let's back up to the home run derby uh super entertaining home run derby the format is so much better than it used to be i love the fact that they are it's a, a bracket style tournament i can't believe nobody ever thought before to have the time just Time instead of the right whole instead outs of outs thing. ten yeah. outs which, just just yeah. time it and then you know exactly where you stand you don't have to worry about this arbitrary because I never forget when it was the outs there would be so many times where it's like guys would just stand there not swinging waiting for this perfect pitch because they don't want to waste an out which I mean strategy fine but things could take 
a lot longer for no reason because they're just standing there and you're essentially watching a pitcher throw to a catcher and that's all. Yeah, like, and you it's, don't have and it's a lot of super that now. boring. Yeah, now dudes are just taking cuts, right? Like they I mean, are, there's no penalty for doing it, right? 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 Uh, <sighs> but there was controversy around uh, around this one. So uh, in this home run derby, Bryce Harper is accused of quick, uh, or his dad, his jacked say, dad, is accused of quick his pitching. Hockingly father. <laughs> uh, so he's accused of quick pitching and. Uh, I mean, see my thing. He did. It. He did. There's no doubt right. about he it. He did, and it, it's technically a rule that you have to wait until the ball lands from the previous uh, out or you know the previous pitch before you can throw another one. But I mean, what's what's the harm in there being sort of a rapid fire thing, especially when it comes down to the end and you're close? I, I mean, I don't. Th- that rule to me is kind of weird that they make you watch it because the only time. The only time it comes down to them waiting for the pitch is early on when they're trying to save their strength. When they're going balls out and it looks like, all right, I need X amount of home runs. And to get the win that Harper got, he had to hit the nine straight on nine straight pitches. They did. Oh, my God. There's a caller. (laughs) Craft Fruit Sports. Who's this? Uh, Hello. Hey. Are Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. What's up, man? Quit your goddamn laugh and ask a question. It's a good thing these are any time minutes, man. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, man. Look, it is a, a shit show over here. Everything is a, a fucking mess. The people on 12 Ounce can't hear you right now because uh, oh. settings are all wrong. Uh, there's no Facebook Live. This whole show is a... We're just going to burn this show, <laughs> basically. This show is getting lit on fire the same way Joe burned his LeBron jersey that his friend's dad bought him. What's up, man? How are you? No, I'm not. I'm not bad, but you know whose fault this is. Mine. Wait, what? No, this is all Fredboard's fault. This is all Fredboard's yes! fault. Yes, all off. Totally Fredboard. Yes, off. everything's all kind of out of whack now. So that's how you know it's a loyal listener. Oh man, they bring up other old shit. Shows. Mookie, uh, what do you got for us tonight, man? See, that's the worst part, man. At this point, I ain't even got shit for you guys. I was just trying to get through. I said, this is the first time in six weeks that I've actually been able to talk to y'all. Mookie even though I've called every single week every in a row. Week, he calls every single week at like 9.52. And we're like, dude, yeah. we're, we're about to get we're on Like, up. Don't answer. We can't answer the phone. But uh, you finally got drunk enough early to call us. So I'm super glad you did, man. Did you watch any? You're not a baseball fan. Did you watch any of the Home Run Derby or uh, any of the All-Star? <laughs> Game. Yeah, uh, I mean, kind of like technically that was on the TV at the soccer field I was playing at. But um, <laughs> all I know is the Cubs fans are a bunch of bitches. They really uh, are. I'm glad they got their. I'm glad they got their series because they ain't gonna get another one for another hundred years because they don't deserve anything. <laughs> they are. Um, you know, like, who, who gives a shit if you're quick pitching in the goddamn home run derby? I mean, seriously, that's what I'm saying. What are you like, talking about here, man. That's what I'm saying. And I actually, I had a friend that talked shit to me when Frazier won it because Frazier's brother was 100% quick pitching when he won it here in Cincinnati. Uh, so. I, I and I can't yep. even deny it. I'm like, yeah, he was quick pitching. Fuck it. If you if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Uh, just ask me about right. high school golf. That's how this goes. Uh, but <laughs> I have, yeah, here's the other thing: <laughs> they're not going to sit there like 
the dad and, and Harbor aren't going to sit there and watch these balls fall. They're looking at the umpire. And if the umpire gives them the signal right. that it's good to pitch, then it's good to pitch. Like you can't blame anybody else on this. Like I'd be sitting there as soon as he hits one, I'm waiting for the umpire to give me the signal. Cool. I got it. I'm going. Yep. Nothing wrong there. Dude, think, think about this, though. This is the same organization that let baseball players shoot themselves up for steroids for years just to garner interest, and now we're going to get shitty about quick pitching in the home run derby? Mm, that's like, come point. on, that should be expected I think we point. should be shooting up players. I, what I want to know is, did they, the did they check the bat? Was the bat corked? Because, I mean, <laughs> if we're going to go that route, let's check the bat, too, already, right? Mm. Well, and Mike I like and that I, you're creating controversy on that one. Well, Mookie. Mike and I talked about it middle of the week, though. It was one of those things where I said, now, if his dad and Harper were sitting there pregame and thought, hey, if we get in a situation where we need to quick pitch, <laughs> we know it's against the rules, but fuck it. We're just going to violate him and just, just, right, do, just do it. Do it. We'll right. see what like, happens. Then that's one thing. But I'm guessing that that conversation never took place. They were just sitting there doing what they had done all night. And No. It happened. What had happened like, was it got to the finals and they were, and Harper was down by 10 and, and his he was dad knew enough. that right. or down by whatever and his dad was just like, right. let's just fucking go. We're going. Because that dude's, right. that right. dude's okay, you want to talk about steroids that dude's on fucking steroids for Bryce Harper's sure. dad was juiced out of his mind it was just he probably did like a rail of coke it was like <laughs> we're gonna fucking go let's well, just dude, fucking go he said he blacked out in the finals and didn't remember any of it so yeah he was probably ripped um i did remember i do have something and i don't i don't know if this is great fodder per se but i'm sure it's better uh, than uh, early ticket prices for fc's mls season next year were leaked and we're looking at about a doubling of ticket price. Ooh. So, you know, if you're paying 100 bucks this year for your GA tickets, you're going to go up to 200 Now, from my standpoint as a fan, you know what? I'll pay that. Because realistically, they had, a, they had a game this uh, on Wednesday. They had a game last night against the Tampa Bay Rowdies or some shit. Like, or no, that was Charlotte? Saturday. They played some other scrub team, Charlotte, last night. Yeah. Like, I don't I gotcha. care if I miss a game against the Charlotte Independence, but you bring in Tim Howard in the Colorado Rapids, you bring in LA Galaxy, you bring in the New York Red Bulls with Bradley Wright Phillips, anything like that. Like, yeah, I'll make some time for it and I'll pay that extra. Wayne price. Rooney. Isn't Wayne My Rooney in DC is, right now? So he'll be coming to Cincinnati next year? Say what? Wayne Rooney is in DC, right? So he'll be coming to Cincinnati uh, next fuck, year. Fuck that guy. But I'm, um, it's, it's somebody to watch. I'm fuck, saying that's a it's a name. Anyways, go ahead. No, you're, yeah, right, you're right. You're right. You know, go you're ahead. right. Because if nothing else, that's, that gives me reason to go to the field, get blasted, and scream at him for and make fun minutes. of Wayne Rooney. Because him and Zlatan can both go back to Europe on a goddamn raft for all I care. Because <laughs> you know what? It doesn't do us any good for the MLS to basically be the retirement home for world class stars. You know what I'm saying? That's what. Like, Dude, that's what I said when Ronaldo signed with uh, Juventus and and the thing came out that they were like, this is going to be his last club. My point was until he gets old and then signs with an MLS team because that's what these guys do. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. Did you see his salary, though? Homie is getting like $65 million a year with Juve. Yeah, it's uh, like that's absurd. It's a ridiculous amount of money. I can't believe that. I mean that's but that's why that's the difference between a worldwide sport and a sport that's relegated to a single country. Like you can right. afford to pay sixty five million per year yeah. to a, a dude and let him stay there forever, uh, rather than here where it's like, yeah, well these guys are gonna burn out in three years anyways. Did y'all hear Windhorse, Brian Windhorse this week say or maybe it was last week say that LeBron James on a free open market would garner five hundred million dollar contracts from a team? I did see that, and that number yeah. sounded about right actually. I believe it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd right? believe it. But like that just shows you how backwards the American uh sporting system is compared to the way they got it in Europe. Like, I don't care. It makes sense for me, you know, competitive balance wise, I get it. 
but it's just like, holy shit. So he's catching a tenth of what he should be based on what he does that franchise worth. Like, that's insane. You know, Kevin Durant went to one of his burner accounts and retweeted that with a comment that was like, <laughs> Kevin Durant would get $600 million. <laughs> <laughs> Mookie. No, no, no. He'd just, no, he'd say that and he'd be like, hey, man, sorry, sorry. I respect you, but you know, for real, that's, that's what it is. Because we know how KDB, right? <laughs> you're not, you're not an 18-year-old kid? All right, never mind. My bad, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hey, uh, last thing, I'll let y'all get back to it. But uh, did you actually have a, a motherfucker of the week poll this week? Yeah, we did. Uh, Cubs fans are yeah. your first option. And your second option is the dude in Virginia who called the cops on a black guy for setting a hard, sc- uh, hard screen at a pickup game yeah, at an sure LA you fitness. just mispronounced the right option because uh, it's that dude all day. <laughs> I'm even going to take a, I'm going to take a week off for my vote for a Jeep pie and give it to that fool <laughs> down there in Virginia. That's how bad that shit is. Uh, Mookie always voting for a Jeep pie, except for the douchebag that calls the cops for a hard screen. Mookie, it was good hearing you from you, man. Right I'm glad place. you got through, bud. Hey, take it easy. I'll talk to y'all next week. All right. Cheers, Thanks, man. buddy. See ya. Peace. <laughs> I fucking love that kid. He comes up with the craziest shit. Uh, anyway, so what were we talking about before Mookie? Go- oh, so Home Run Derby was great. It was a good time. Right. Fuck it. Uh, Bryce Harper's dad is a, a crazy cokehead, which I really hope that rumor picks up after this episode goes live. I hope we get credit for it. We won't, but I'll, I'll be cool if it just mm. catches legs. We'll trace it back. You know how shit goes. When it's, once it gets shared online, they cut out the, the username the, of who shared source, it. Yeah. Basically, all of our Instagram posts. You know, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but the All-Star game itself was also super entertaining. There were, what, 10 home runs in the All-Star game this year? Yes. Which is absurd because normally you get these ace pitchers who come in and they throw their one inning and they get all of the outs and nobody can hit them. And it's not like a regular game where you see them two, three, maybe four times before you can start to really rack up some hits. So you see this ace one time and then you move on. This time around, it was just dinger derby all over again. Well, the problem, or I guess not really the problem. Not a problem. <clears throat> the, the thing was, I'm so used to, all right, you know, these guys are going to come in and the they're juiced. You know, you got guys that are usually not topping out, topping out because they know they're only going one inning. Well, for whatever reason, in those certain cases later on, they were getting hit. I mean, Hater has like a, a, a less than one ERA or something stupid for the Brewers. He's been lights out for the Brewers, and Gene Segura took him deep like it wasn't shit. Yeah. And I mean, before I knew he was a super racist. It was pretty freaking incredible. Like, oh, shit. Now, I'm a National League fan, so it was more like, you motherfucker, you would pick Couldn't do that time. when you were with the Brewers. But uh, Braves doing. just played the Brewers a week and a half ago, and he actually didn't pitch because he was hurt coming <coughs> down the, the first half stretch there. But, you know, couldn't have that happen then. But in the All-Star game, you decide, hey, I'm going to give up some dingers. But so it kept me engaged to where it's like, all right, at any given moment, somebody could do something. The only problem with it on the flip side was that it was pretty much strikeout or dinger. Uh, and that's where baseball has gotten in the biggest picture. But, if it, of but all don't things. you think like, that's what most people want to see? Like no. most people, I think so. I think you're wrong. No, no, I think oh, most no, people want to see. I, no, I, I think that it, it's in the average fan's mind that I want to see home runs. But if in between the home runs, there's no action and it's all strikeouts, all you know, weak outs, 
I don't think that's what they actually want. I think what they ultimately want is a lot of offense. And if that means, hey, there's a double, there's a single, and then it's just bringing them around, and then there's a home run. And then a dinger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's actually what they want. But when you're sitting there, and the, this is the way that I think this is part of the problem with baseball, and this is the part that they can't fix. Guys are trying to hit home runs, and when they don't, they strike out. Joe? And so there's this long the lapse of shit where if they're not contacting and hitting it out, it's just you're just watching a bunch of guys walk back to the dugout. Joe, do you agree with that? Is that your, your problem? I mean, it makes for shorter innings if not a lot of people come up. <laughs> and Joe's all about shortening the game, so there you go. That's it. This is Brandon Baseball all day. All right. Well, I don't give a shit. It could be all strikeouts and one home run as long as the game takes an hour and 45 minutes. I'm cool. Uh, no, hour and 45. I mean, Sheesh. <laughs> you got no, that kind no, of time? No, no. I, I agree that most people want excitement, they want the energy. Yes, the home run is the biggest source of that. But then people get mad of, oh, you left people on base. Or, like, why didn't you bring them home then? Right. I mean, and all this kind of stuff. So. Right, they want the action, and the only direct line into your veins of action is a home run. So All right, so let's that. get rid of the pitcher position altogether and just have... And then a, bring in the DH, right, for everyone. This motherfucker. No, 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 just bring out... You can get rid of the DH and just have a pitching machine pitch, because fuck <laughs> it. Then we'll see a lot just of... like BP. We'll see, a shitload of, we'll see a shitload of offense doing that. You're... You don't even need infielders at that point. Just put everybody in the outfield. You can ban the shift. Just bring the kids in. Yeah, like the home yeah. run derby. All right, there it is. Get rid of baseball. <laughs> nothing but home run derbies. Uh, you get uh, your lineup is just home run derbies, and whoever scores the most wins. Isn't that what beer league softball is? Kind of. More That's a good point. That's a good point. That is beer league like, softball. Or like the softball that they show on ESPN, where the dudes are like jacked out of their minds, looking like they're all Bryce Harper's dad. Yeah, yeah just humongous. <laughs> and you're only allowed like six home runs a game. That's it. <laughs> that was the league I played in. There was you were only allowed a certain number of home runs, and dudes would get so pissed when somebody hit one after the the limit. They were like, "What the fuck are you doing? That, that <laughs> what are, are you doing? That are solo shots. Like if you hit us, if you wasted your home run while oh, no one yeah, was on base, people got really mad. What are you yeah, doing? You have to wait till really people get mad. on base. That's funny. It, it, it was it was bases loaded, and then you better be swinging for the fences. And then after that, you better never hit another home run because uh, then drunk Billy that that organized the team and his cut off T shirt gets really pissed. Uh, all right. Last thing about baseball before we move on. Uh, Rob came Manfred? Up, yep. Came Moving up, on. <laughs> came out this week that Rob Manfred said that Mike Trout, uh, everybody, that was the talk of the All-Star game. Mike it's Trout. It's his fault. Yeah, and Mike He's Trout is. popular. Mike Trout is, not even arguably, he is the best baseball player currently in the league. Uh, in fact, He's so good that he might be the best in our lifetime. Exactly. He's and it's the phenomenal. most unknown sitting thing there, ever. Sitting there with my son on the recliner when they announced Mike Trout, I was like, Jude, that guy's one of the best baseball players that I've ever seen. And he was like, ah, I watch YouTube. I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're watching baseball, son. But it, yeah, Mike Trout is phenomenal, but nobody, nobody knows really him. knows who he is outside of baseball fans. And, uh, I, and I'd argue outside of California. No, I think baseball fans know who he is. <sighs> Some, but baseball's so I don't think they realize like, I don't think they realize how good he is, okay, but I think right, people yeah, yeah, yeah. know, they know the, the name. name. Yeah, Mike Trout. They, I, that's my thing, is they don't ultimately respect it as how it should be. 
Right. This dude should be... People should be watching every single Angels game because of how good he is. Right. Just to take in... They should cut into Angels game. Yeah. They should be like, Mike Trout's at bat. Yeah. Hey, come watch this. And then cut to every play. And he's only 27. It's unreal what this dude's doing. But Manfred says the reason why he's not popular is because he won't do more commercials. And it's his fault. Yeah. Basically just putting all the blame on him for being... Which... I understand there is there is a uh, something with there are some athletes in in baseball who are extremely good who don't like the limelight. Look at Joey Votto. Joey Votto right. is another example of a fantastic player who suffered from a lot of um, anxiety. He had some struggles with his dad's death. Like that dude just didn't like the limelight, and he's starting to kind of open up a little bit now because I think he realizes. Well, I'm, I'm fucking stuck with the Reds for the rest of my career. I might as well try to have fun while I'm here. Uh, but I, th- I think there's something to these really good baseball players that don't necessarily like being out in front like that. But that doesn't mean that this is Trout's fault that MLB isn't cutting in every time he's at the plate or well, showing every highlight of him. That's not his fault. Well, yeah, and the problem is, <clears throat> in, in Trout's case... He's very good and he's very old school. He doesn't draw attention to himself. Right. He doesn't do the things that, you know, would garner sponsors to say, hey, oh man, we got to have this guy. But it's not his fault that the sport itself doesn't promote him well, more as a, like in general. They, they have the ability to, no matter what he does, they have the ability to push him his face and his like because they own you know right his likeness for lack of a better term and you know MLBPA and all that they can push him to the forefront of everything but they just well don't. that's the thing like if you think about that year that McGuire and Sosa were chasing the home run record that wasn't they weren't so popular because they were doing commercials right they were so popular because one baseball was popular and that's the other thing. Mike Trout suffers from the fact that baseball sucks outside of baseball. Right. Like people don't give a shit about baseball, so they don't give a shit about Mike Trout because he plays baseball. Nobody gives a fuck about it's baseball. A, it all rolls down. So it, <laughs> if Manfred was better about marketing baseball in general, then the fans would follow and then would recognize Trout's greatness. But they, it's it's Manfred's fault, and he's fucking trying to say, well, if this dude would just do goddamn commercials. That's really what it boils down to is that Rob Manfred is again passing the buck on something that he has direct control over as the fucking right. commissioner. Right. Do your job. Don't do blame your, the, Do your job, Manfred. <laughs> don't blame the fucking player over something like this. I mean, could he be more vocal? Sure, but the overarching thing is that MLB just sucks at marketing their best players. Yeah. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's talk let's stop talking baseball cuz I'm sure people are sick of hearing that. I love that we like sit here and go, "Nobody gives a shit about baseball. Here's 45 minutes about baseball <laughs> for you, and we're just going to keep going on and on about nobody gives a shit, but listen to this." In your defense, this was like the first time we talked about baseball in We've like, I've really been yeah. fighting it. Well, I've really and, been fighting it because I know nobody gives a shit. Well, and I was going to say we love baseball. We could talk baseball every show for the entire hour and a half. 
it don't make for anybody else listening. No, everybody cause... listening would be like, "Oh God damn it, here we go again." Oh, the Click. baseball guys, See right? right? <laughs> oh, craft brewed baseball. No thanks. Yeah, <laughs> drunk guys talking about baseball. All right, uh, let's do some some. Uh, Let's talk NBA uh, because the big news this week is Kawhi is moving to Toronto. Um, <laughs> After all that. Yeah. Well, and so the other thing is there's been rumors that he wants to sit out this year and his, he doesn't well, want to play. His camp is saying he, he ain't going to play. Which I've heard, like, don't believe those rumors. I mean, if you I, think about it. I don't believe them. But. Well, and if you think about it, this is his his contract year. This is his last year. He's not going to sit out and then try to like, he's not going to get a good contract coming out of this year. If he spends all coming year, out of a year and a half of basically not playing right, basketball, nobody's yeah. going to pay him. So he's got to play and he's, and he will likely play in Toronto. But I think this opens up, you know, we talked about it before. Obviously we think the Lakers are number four in the West. Um, Golden state likely going to repeat in the East though. Does this mean that Toronto gets past the Celtics? Because we had all agreed that the Celtics were the team to beat in the East. So does this move make Toronto the team in the East? No. <laughs> well, because here's the problem. No, I just laughed. At, there was no elaboration. You were just like, no. But, well, because they had to get in the transaction. They traded out DeRozan, uh, DeRozan who yeah. was their first or second best player, depending on who you ask between him and Lowry, whatever. I asked but Drake. If you, <laughs> if you had all three of them, I would say, yeah, it <coughs> makes them probably the favorites in the East slightly over Boston. Only slightly, because I still think Boston ultimately would be better when you look across the board. But as soon as I heard, oh, wait, DeRozan's going? You're kind of just replacing. Like He's a much better player than DeRozan. You have a much better chance. But ultimately, you're still not better than Boston. I don't even know that you're better than the 76ers still. Like, they couldn't, they That's got swept claim. by the Cavs. Yeah, but you no, know, they got swept by LeBron. They didn't okay, get swept fine. by the Cavs. They got swept by LeBron, but LeBron and the UNI Ets. I mean, <laughs> they, it was embarrassing what happened to them with those two guys that they, they spent the entire offseason saying, all right. We're we're ready. We 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 got this. This is going to be. And then they got swept right out. I, I don't know that with Kawhi, unless Kawhi is absolutely at one hundred percent and he flips a switch that we haven't really seen. Because as well, great that's as what a I think defensive could. guy is, like that's what I think Kawhi. Because Kawhi has a lot to make up for from this season, and I think this year he has to ball out in order to get a decent contract coming into his free agency he year. He does, but I just don't think there's enough around him still on that team for it to matter, ultimately. like Kawhi needs a lot more than LeBron needs. Mm, Let's put it that's that fair. way. That's a fair like, point. Joe, do you think you think Toronto is now the favorite in the East? No. If they would have gotten rid of Lowry instead of DeRozan, we'd be talking about something completely yes. different. And Joe yeah. makes a very because good point. I think that if... It had been. You didn't let him around. make his point. No, but I mean, I'm saying I would. I would feel differently about this trade had Lowry been the one going to San Antonio. <clears throat> right, because Toronto also got Danny Green. So Danny Green, right. Kawhi Leonard, and Kyle Lowry are basically all the same player. They just have different heights, and it is. They're all going to be <laughs> fighting for the ball. They're all a bit slim, thick, or however you want to call it. The the chubby, skinny. That's whatever my favorite you term. Slim. It. No, I like that. Slim, thick. And and all they do is they just drive, and sometimes Danny Green shoots a three or whatever. Kyle Lowry sometimes will shoot a three, but um, they really didn't get any better um, in terms of 
competition-wise, it's just going to be the same thing. All right, so Celtics, Sixers, Toronto, where the seeds fall? It'll probably be Third. Celtics, Toronto, then the Sixers. Mm. Oh, you got 70. See, okay. I, I still think that. I just still think 76ers are just going to have their hiccups again trying to play through. I just feel like they got one more year to trust gel. The process. Process. Just trust the process, guys. Trust the process. Sixers, Celtics, Toronto. Trust the process. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do this real quick before we uh, move on. By the way, I forgot to mention this uh, after the call from Mookie. Uh, Mookie's call was brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up and rep your team, be sure to go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league plus NCAA and even local gear. Help out the station by going to 12OunceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's 120ZSportsRadio.com. Dot com. Uh, real quick before we move into Consumer Candidate, British Open started this week. Tiger's back. Tiger, is he back? No. Whoa, it's not the British Open. It's, it's just the, open, the Open, sorry. Well, we're in America here. It's the British Open. I was going to say, when we're talking about it here, they might just call it the Open. Nah, every, no, they, I mean, golf fans changed, call it the they Open. They changed the name. Oh, did yeah. they officially it's, change it? It's really two, the Open. Two years ago, they oh. took out British out of the name. Right. Oh, see, I missed it. So that. now it's just the Open. But until wow. well, the great, Open Championship. Until England gives Ireland back to the Irish, fuck them. This is the British <laughs> Open. They can suck my cock. <laughs> well, they can suck my cock in general because I thought it was just one of those things where they're like, no, you snooty Americans call it the British Open, but it's actually just ours. Now that Meghan Open. Merkel is over there, she's going to get this back to being the British Open because she's the princess we all need. Uh, is Tiger back? Uh, Joe, you are the Tiger fan. He's at what? Even par? Even after par. His first round? Um, Leaders at minus five. So no, yeah. Tiger is not back. Is Dustin Johnson not back? Uh, Dustin Johnson's plus five today. Well, I mean, that's a bad tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, Dustin Johnson just had a bad day. So, like, yeah, exactly. Paulina, Paulina didn't. And uh, Tiger didn't had a better up. day than Dustin. Yeah, but Tiger and had a bad. and speed. Hang on though. the The argument that you and Lou the dog have put out is that yes, Tiger Woods he is back. Tiger Woods will be competing weekly. And ever since that argument was made on the show, he hasn't competed in. Tiger shit. Woods has been non-existent. Uh, I don't know what the projected cut line is. I think Tiger's tied for 33rd right now, so he's probably safe for the cut right now. Depending on what happens on Friday, he could have a blow-up day tomorrow and not make the cut, and I would laugh my dick off. Uh, There is your British Open uh, update. Tiger's not back. (laughs) You want to get into Consumer Cannon? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, our producer's a little oh, butthurt. He's, he's gonna, not going to get any consumer gonna, cannon music for There we go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> consumer cannon brought to you by our good friends at Tabor.com. I got the best part about that. Doing that, nobody on 12 Ounce heard what you just did. And then oh, it was just us. And then, and then there's no Facebook laughter. Live, so it's just oh, us man. laughing Jesus. at Joe. Mina. Anyways. Does does twelve ounce take our resubmitted feed? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll good. Him, I'll give so, him the file. I was gonna say, so at yeah, least so the when, people listen when you to hear this the replay, after the fact. Yes, when you hear the replay, you say, will hear the call. It's not just our terrible version played throughout the week. No, it'll be the okay. it'll be the it'll be All the right. mix. You'll hear the actual sound cues. You'll hear me being called white as man. You'll hear our callers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I. I promise you we will get this fucking figured out, guys. I don't have to tile anymore. Grouting is done. We'll get this shit figured out. Consumer Candidate brought to you by Tavor. Uh, this week, we had Breakside Salted Caramel Stout. 
6.7% ABV. Uh, Scott, I will let you go first. I'm canning it. Mm. This is just a stout. And if we're going off the same standards as we did last week, where it was just uh, a beer and it just tastes fine, nothing bad, nothing good, it's the exact same thing. I never tasted anything caramel. Uh, there's very little hints of salt. Like you said, it, it's got chocolate, but... Chocolate as fuck. Yeah, I mean, stouts, though, generally have a chocolate right, right. flavor to them. So they, they get no credit. They are awarded no points. <laughs> I, I'm canning it just because... Because <coughs> it didn't live up to the name. I yeah, you. it doesn't live up you. to the name, and I couldn't, I couldn't with good conscience say... Hey, yeah, you should try this beer. So Fair enough. Joe, you are not a stout fan uh, consuming or canning the stout. You didn't get into any of the hams over there, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. I was dealing with I know. There's a lot of tech problems. I get it. I get it. You You can take a hams home with you if you want. But, okay. But you're going to have to pay me for it. I'm literally agreeing with Scott that there is not bad. So, like, like you said, I'm not a stout or a porter guy, but it's, like, not bad. And it's, like, not good. It's just... Kind of, kind of tastes like a, like a smoky yoo-hoo almost. <laughs> Chocolate water, right now. Um, so yeah, it's a can. Guys, this is the first ever triple can on the show. I'm canning it too for the same reasons. It's a, I think it's a very good stout, but it doesn't deliver on what it promised in the the notes in the the beer like. There's no caramel flavor at all. There's no. There's. And it's. It's a caramel. It's yeah. A, thank you, Joe. It's a really well, good stout, but it's not a good caramel stout. Well, I and here's caramel. <laughs> here's the thing, Joe. <laughs> Joe, two weeks ago, made a great point. After we are off the buy air. It oh no! Yeah, Did no. Make that on the air. No, Would I you think buy we talked again? about we we talked about that off the show and we, maybe the Facebook or the the Instagram. No, I think he said it on the show. Would you buy this beer again? And he okay. said no. He Either wouldn't. way. He wouldn't seek it out. That but, was a but I, on the he, show. I guess he, he elaborated on it when we we're off the show, and it made good sense. It's like, you know what? We keep hyping up some of these beers or giving them passes and saying, yeah, it's a consume just because it wasn't a terrible beer or whatever. But I'm like, no, you know what? If it doesn't live up to what it says it's supposed to be, then it's got to go. Yeah. Like, it, that's a can. Don't tell me you're one thing and then I taste it and it's like, yeah, I didn't taste anything like that. Right. So no, no, no. I agree 100%. And that's why I can up. it. That's where my right. that's where my head went step to. Step your shit uh, up. So a triple can on Breakside Salted Caramel Stout. It's still a good stout. Like, Go ahead and have it. If you like stouts, you'll probably like this beer, but don't go into it thinking you're going to get yeah. any of the flavors that it no. said it's going to deliver. Um, cool. Uh, that has been Consumer Candidate brought, brought to you, to you by Tavor. Tavor. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to go to our website, craftbrewsports.com, and click on the link to get a free uh, $10 in credit. We got to uh, go. We do got to go. Uh, apologize. All the tonight. All, uh, apologize for all the technical issues. We will get this shit figured out. Shout out to 12 on Sports for having us on the air. Uh, we'll be back on Facebook Live next week, hopefully. Um, stick around to uh, go to Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. I've, I have an announcement that I'll make on Instagram about a uh, giveaway in August. Check that out. Follow the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow me at Mike Merlin. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore junior. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie for. Cheers, everybody. Quit bitching, Cubs fans. Oh, by the way. We'll do it. We'll do it in Instagram Live. Instagram Live. Bye. (laughs) Caramel.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.